who has he who is banished who is separated thrust away he who is banished may not be an utter outcast from him badala yake yeye hufanya njia ili kwamba yeye aliyefukuzwa asibaki akiwa amefarikishwa na yeye that is amplified the new american standard says here the amplified new american standard yesema for we all surely die kwa maana sisi wote kwa hakika tutakufa and like water spilled on the ground na ni kama maji yaliyomwagika ardhini which cannot be gathered up again ambayo hayawezi kuzoeleka tena yet god does not take away life ili hali mungu haondoi uhai but plans ways devices plans ways so that he so that the banished the banished person the banished one will not be cast out from him badala yake yeye hufanya njia ili kwamba yeye aliyefukuzwa asibaki akiwa melaniwa na yeye king james says for we must need die tafsiri ya king james yasemaye kwamba lazima sisi tufe meaning death is a must need here kumaanisha kwamba kifo ni lazima hitaji la lazima hapa again he said for we must for, for we must need die anasemaye kwamba kwa maana sisi lazima tufe and uh, as water spilled on the ground na ni kama maji yaliyomwagika ardhini which cannot be gathered up again ambayo hayawezi kuzoeleka tena neither does god respect any person lakini Mungu haheshimu mtu yeyote. Yet does he devise means that he is banished be not expelled from him. Bali yeye hufanya njia ili kwamba yeye aliyefukuzwa asibaki akiwa amefukuzwa mbali na yeye. Amazing blessed people. Yashangaza sana watu wabarikiwa. This tremendous scripture. Hadi kwa hili la ajabu. Saying like what is spilled on the ground akisikisemea kwamba kama maji yaliyomwagika ardhini ambayo hayawezi kuzoeleka so tena hivyo sisi lazima tufe but that is not what god desires lakini hicho sicho ambacho mungu anatamani rather he devises ways so that a banished person does not remain banished from him badala yake yeye hufanya njia ili kwamba mtu aliyefukuzwa asibaki akiwa amefarikishwa na yeye this is very powerful hii ni nguvu kabisa because he's saying The first thing he's saying here is death is a must. Kwa sababu jambo la kwanza ambalo anasema hapa ni kwamba kifo ni lazima. But everybody has to die. Ya kwamba lazima kila mtu afe. The narrative of this regarding Absalom and Arnon and David. Maelezo ya haya kuhusiana na Absalomu, Arnon na Daudi. But most importantly to you the church. Lakini hasa kabisa kwenu ninyi kanisa. This is a tremendous message that is like Christ, the mission of the Christ. Kundi ujumbe mkuu kabisa wa ajabu kuhusiana na misheni ya Kristo. That means whenever somebody is banished away from the Lord. Na hiyo inamaanisha kwamba wakati wowote mtu anapofukuzwa mbali toka kwa Bwana, the Lord still devises means to bring them back. Bwana kwa kawaida huwa anatafuta mbinu ya kuwarejesha. Check the book of Genesis Genesis chapter 3 verse 24. Ukiangalia kwenye kitabu cha Mwanzo 3:24. Says the following. Anasema yapotayo Genesis 3:24 Kitabu cha Mwanzo 3:24 After he drove the man out he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life Baada ya kumfukuzia mbali Adamu Mungu akaweka makerubi mashariki ya bustani la Edeni pamoja na upanga wa moto ukimulika huku na huko kulinda nje ya kuendea mti wa uzima So the Lord banished man from his presence because of sin. Hivyo Bwana aliyofukuzia mbali mwanadamu kutoka katika uwepo wake kwa sababu ya dhambi. And yet you see the same God now Jehovah 
He devises means to bring them back. Ili hali mwaone ya kwamba Mungu yoyo huyo tena Yehova analitengeneza mbinu za kuwarejesha. See in the book of Genesis chapter 12. Mwaona kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya 12. When finally he comes now to make a covenant with Abraham, the means of bringing fallen men back to himself. Wakati ambapo hatimaye anakuja na kufanya agano pamoja na Abrahamu, mbinu ya kumleta mwanadamu alianguka kumrejesha kwake tena. So tonight. Hivyo basi usiku wa leo. The heading that you have is that Hell is by personal choice. Mada ambayo uko nayo ni ya kwamba jehanamu ni uchaguzi wangu wa kibinafsi. Because you see in the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 2 3 says the Lord said to Abraham. Kwa sababu muona kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo 12 mstari wa kwanza hadi watatu asema ya kwamba Bwana akamwambia Abrahamu Go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I'll show you ondoka katika nchi yako wacha watu wako na nyumba ya baba yako uende mpaka nchi nitakayokuonyesha nitakufanya uwe taifa kubwa na nitakubariki nitalikuza jina lako and you will be a blessing nawe utakuwa baraka i bless those who bless you nitawabariki wale wanaokubariki whoever curses you i will curse na yeyote akulaanie nitamlaani all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you na watu wote wa dunia watabarikiwa kupitia kwako this is very very powerful kwa hivyo hii ni nguvu kabisa because you see right here kwa sababu muona hapa the lord reaching out to fallen man in a covenant bwana akimfikia mwanadamu alianguka katika agano you see right here muona hapa the lord reaching out Bwana akimfikia is reaching out to fallen man. Anafikia mwanadamu alianguka. Katika agano. And so this is what he meant in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 14 verse 14. Hivyo basi hiki ndicho alimaanisha kwenye kitabu cha Samueli wa pili 14:14. Wakati aliposema that the Lord has after banishing people away life he says life is like water spilled on the ground meaning at one point everybody dies anasema kwamba uzima uhai ni kama maji yaliyoangiki yaliyomwagika ardhini kumaanisha kwamba lazima kila mtu atakufa kwa wakati mmoja na kinachojalisha ni kuhusiana na jinsi ambavyo uliishi maisha yako duniani that is all you can go with you cannot retrieve your life back hicho ndicho tu ambacho unaweza kwenda nayo huwezi rudisha maisha yako nyuma so he says very clearly here kwa hivyo anasema kwa wazi kabisa hapa that now he is making a gesture is again returning them to himself. Ya kwamba sasa tena anawarejesha kwake yeye mwenyewe. The compassionate nature of God. Asili ya huruma za Mungu. And that is the mission of Christ. Na hiyo ndio misheni ya Kristo. That is the mission that Christ brought to the earth. Hiyo ndio misheni ambayo Kristo alileta duniani. It is very powerful mission. Ni misheni ya nguvu kabisa. To bring people that were banished from his presence in the garden back to the presence of the lord kuwaleta watu ambao walifukuziwa mbali kabisa toka katika uwepo wake katika bustani kuwarejesha tena katika uwepo wa bwana and you see the same thing happening in the book of genesis 14 verse 17 on na mnaona jambo sawia letendeka kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya 14:17 kuendelea when it says after abram returned from defeating kedolamar and the kings allied with him anasema Abraham aliporudi baada ya kumshinda mfalme Kedorlaomer na wale wafalme waliojiunga naye The king of Sodom came out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh Mfalme wa Sodoma akatoka kwenda kumlaki katika bonde la Shaweh That is the king's valley Hilo ni bonde la mfalme Melchizedek king of Salem brought out bread and wine 
kisha sema kwamba ndipo Melkizedeki mfalme wa Salemu alipoleta mkate na divai he was priest of god most high alikuwa kuhani wa Mungu aliyejua sana he blessed abraham Abariki Abrahamu akisema Blessed be Abraham by God most high. Abarikiwe Abrahamu na Mungu aliyejua sana. Creator of heaven and earth. Muumba wa mbinguni na nchi. So this is very powerful. Kwa hivyo hii ni nguvu kabisa. Because he says again. Kwa sababu anasema tena that the Lord devises means. Ya kwamba Bwana anaibua mbinu. And he devises means to bring those who are banished back to himself. Na anaibua mbinu ya kuwaleta wale ambao walikuwa wamefukuziwa mbali kumrejesha kwake mwenyewe. That they are not cast away eternally from his presence. And that is the grace that the Lord presents to this generation and to humanity. The grace of our Lord Jesus. That's why he's saying that if anybody goes to hell it's really out of personal choice. Ndio sababu anasema kwamba iwapo yeyote ataenda jahanamu nitokana na chaguo lake la kibinafsi. Na tuliona tena Bwana akisema kwenye kitabu cha Hebrewia 9:27. Kitabu cha Hebrewia sura ya 9 mstari wa 27. Tuliona Bwana akisema yapatayo. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews turn with me there. Kitabu cha Hebrewia ndio ukeni pamoja nami pale. Hebrews chapter 9. Kitabu cha Hebrewia sura ya 9 verse 27. Mstari wa 27. And he says the following. Anasema yapatayo. He says just as people are destined to die once. Anasema kama vile mwanadamu alivyowekewa kufa mara moja tu. Na baada ya kufa akabili hukumu. And I explained to you that this was said in the context of the supremacy of the sacrifice that Melchizedek brought when he met Abraham. Na niliwaelezea kwamba hii ilisemwa katika muktadha wa ule ukoo ambao Melchizedek alileta wakati ile dhabihu wakati alipokuja na akakutana na Abrahamu. So the Lord is very clear The Lord presents it before humanity that life on this earth is very short please take the salvation of grace. Hivyo basi Bwana yuko wazi kabisa na dhahiri kabisa anamdhihirishia mwanadamu ya kwamba maisha hapa duniani ni mafupi kabisa tafadhali chukua uokovu wa neema. We also saw in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 3. Pia tuliona kwenye kitabu cha Muhubiri sura ya 11 mstari wa 3. This is what he says. Hivi ndivyo anavyosema say about death and life on this earth. Anasema kuhusu kifo na maisha hapa duniani. Says if clouds are full of water, they pour rain on the earth. Anasema kama mawingu yamejaa maji, hunyesha mvua juu ya dunia. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there it will lie. Kama mti ukianguka kuelekea kusini au kuelekea kaskazini, mahali ulipoangukia, hapo ndipo utakapolala. So that is such a tremendous reality about life on this earth. Hivyo basi huo ni uhalisia mkuu kabisa kuhusiana na maisha hapa duniani. So depending on how you prepare. Ya kwamba kulingana na jinsi unavyojiandaa. You are already determining your destination, your destiny while you are in this life. Tayari unaamua hatima yako ukiwa bado katika maisha haya. That's why the Lord is encouraging everybody to return to him in repentance. Ndio sababu Bwana anahimiza kila mtu apate kumrudia katika toba. The book of Psalms Kitabu cha Zaburi Psalm 103 verse 15 we saw Kitabu cha Zaburi 103 mstari wa 15 tuliona This is what we saw in the book of Psalm 103 Hiki ndicho tuliona kwenye kitabu cha Zaburi sura ya 103 Kitabu be there verse 15 Gauka pamoja nami pale mstari wa 15 He say Anasema The life 
of mortals is like grass. Ya kwamba maisha ya wanadamu wakufa ni kama nyasi. They flourish like a flower of the field. Yanachanua kama maua ya shambani. Then the wind blows over it and it's gone. Alafu pepo vuma juu yake nalo hutoweka. And his place remembers it no more. Na mahali pake hapalikumbuki tena. This is the reality of life on the earth. And yet we know that after death, after death is simply a door to eternity. Ezekiel again still look at what we've seen before. The book of Ezekiel chapter 33. Turn will be there, blessed people. To the book of Ezekiel. Chapter 33. Once we get there, we read verse 11. He says, say to them, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn. Turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, the people of Israel? Why will you die, my people, in other words? The Lord raising it very clearly here. That he does not take pleasure in the perishing of the wicked. But he rather that you repent. That's why he presented a grace so powerful. That's why anybody that goes to hell is really personal choice. That's why the book of Genesis chapter 20 to turn will be there. Genesis 22:13 Abraham looked up and there in a picket he saw a ram. Abraham wakainua macho yake akaona kondodume amenaswa pembe zake Abraham looked up and there in a picket he saw a ram. Abraham akainua macho yake akaona kondodume katika kichaka caught by stone akiwa amenaswa pembe zake na tuma okay caught by I don't know my time caught by his stone by by his horn caught by his horns akiwa amenaswa na pembe zake he went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son this is the grace the Lord presents to all humanity. The substitute death that is Christ Jesus. And in Isaiah chapter 53. Same thing. You see the sacrifice he presents and he presented to the entire humanity. Isaiah 53 verse 3 says he was despised and rejected by mankind. Men of suffering and familiar with pain. Men of sorrow familiar with suffering. 
Like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our bow, our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God. Stricken by him and afflicted. And then it says over there that by his peers, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. So you see very, very clearly here that the Lord has presented a sacrifice, sacrificing for you, a sacrifice. He made a sacrifice. He sacrificed. So he died inside of you, in your state, that you may not go to hell. That's why in the book of John chapter 3 verse 16 it says. Turn with me there so we read together. John chapter 3 verse 16. says the following. Once you're there, we read together. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. These are such serious scriptures when they're looking at it in the context of hell. Why? Because when you go to Luke, the book of Luke chapter 16, Luke 16 verse 23, starting 23 says, the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. And the rich man also died and was buried. In the place where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called out to Abraham, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to deep the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. Because I am in agony in this fire. The Lord presents an eternal judgment right here. And this judgment is a conscious judgment. You are feeling, you are conscious that you are being judged. You feel everything, you are being judged. This is a conscious judgment. He is aware of everything happening to him and is feeling it and is eternal. That's why when you look at this kind of eternal torment and eternal agony and then on the flip side you look at the grace it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son to die for you that you may not go to hell 
but have eternal life. Hata akamtoka na wemoja na wapekee ili kwamba kufa kwa ajili yako ili kwamba usije ukaenda jehanamu. That you may have eternal life. Ili kwamba upate kuwa na uzima wa milele. That you see that understanding the events of hell Hivi basi waone kwamba kuelewa matukio ya jehanamu is what exalts the glory of the gospel. Ndio ambayo inakwenza utukufu wa injili. Understanding the torment that happens in hell. Kuelewa yale mateso ambayo yanatendeka kule jehanamu is what exalts the, 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 the treasure of the gospel of Jesus. Ndio ambayo inakwenza ule udhamana wa injili ya Yesu. You can tell here that this rich man was regretting. He was aware. He was aware of what he had done totally conscious of it what he had done in the other life and he was regretting that he did not listen to the gospel he didn't listen to this scripture that says for god so loved the world and gave his only son that whoever believes may not perish in hell but have eternal life in heaven so he's regretting you see here namwona kwamba kwa wazi kabisa kwamba huyu mtu tajiri anajuta ya kwamba hakusikiliza ule wakati ambapo alikuwa duniani hakuweza kuitilia manani lile andiko lasemaye kwamba kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda sana ulimwengu hata akamtoa mwanawe mmoja na wapekee ili kwamba yeyote amwaminie asipotee pale apate kuwa na uzima wa milele so you see at this time it is too late hivyo basi muonea kwamba kwa wakati huu amechelewa and yet when you now go through this scripture ili hali sasa wakati wewe sasa unapitia katika andiko hili then you understand the treasure of making sure that you receive Jesus. Hapo basi unaelewa na ule udhamano wa kuhakikisha kwamba unampokea Yesu. Kwa sababu mateso ya milele ni ya kutisha ya kutostahimili. Ndio sababu katika kujaribu kumalizana na huu ujumbe hapa kuhusiana na hukumu ya Mungu jehanamu. This is a classic text. Hili andiko lilonyeti. A prophecy given by Jesus himself. Unabii uliopeanwa na Yesu mwenyewe. The reason I brought you to this text at this moment in time. Na sababu ambayo nimewaleta katika andiko hili kwa wakati huu hasa kabisa. Because you as you can see this person was Christian. Ni kwa sababu kama vile mnaweza kuona mtu huyo alikuwa Mkristo. That's why you see he's talking to Abraham the way he's talking to. Ndio sababu kuona anazungumza na Abrahamu jinsi ambavyo anazungumza na yeye namna hiyo. You can tell that this person was walking in the white road and thinking he was headed to heaven. Mwaweza kutambua kwamba huyu mtu alikuwa anatembea katika barabara pana akifikiria kwamba anaenda mbinguni. He was enjoying prosperity, the gospel of prosperity. Alikuwa anafurahia ufanisi, injili ya ufanisi. He was enjoying the, the, the modern Christian life that you see today in the, he was doing exactly what you see in the church today. Alikuwa anafanya hasa kabisa kila ambacho mnaona kanisani leo hii akifurahia ule Ukristo wa kisasa ambao mnaona kanisani leo hii. Why do I say so? Che, kwa sababu ukiangalia kanisa la sasa hivi wanaambatana hasa kabisa na mtindo huu kile ambacho shetani amefanya ni kudunisha jehanamu kuifanya jehanamu kuonekana kama kitu nyepesi tu God is a good God God is good all the time why would God punish good people for his people hata hivyo wakristo wenu wa siku hizi wao wanasemea kwamba Mungu ni Mungu mwema ni kwa nini Mungu adhibu watu wake watu wake wema Why should God punish his people Mbona Mungu adhibu watu wake And They try to sing it away like that Na wanacharibu kuimba namna hiyo But that is the lie of the devil inside the church Lakini huo ni uongo wa shetani ndani ya kanisa Because the church that the devil has caused the church to trivialize hell 
kwa sababu shetani amesababisha kanisa ili kwamba likapate kudunisha jehanamu in fact they have reached an extent of saying that because of the grace god they present god as though he will not hold them to account on holiness hata hivyo wamefikia mahali ambapo wanasemea kwamba kwa sababu ya neema Mungu hatawafanya wawajibike tokana na utakatifu. That is the devil wanting to bring you to hell. Huyo ni shetani akitaka kukuleta jehanamu. The best he does is to make you think that hell is light. Jambo ambalo ni bora ambalo anafanya ni kukusababisha wewe ufahamu ya kwamba eti jehanamu ni kitu rahisi tu. That is the tragedy in the present day church. Hiyo ndio hatari kubwa kabisa katika kanisa la sasa. That's why the prophecy that the Lord used to define this generation he says that there's a large road and all of them are full in there headed to destruction to hell while there is a narrow road that leads to heaven and few only very few are there they don't want to walk there na ndio sababu ule unabii ambao bwana aliutumia ili kwamba kugawanya kizazi hiki ni ya kwamba kunayo barabara kubwa pana ambayo wengi wako pale na wanaelekea jehanamu bali pia kunayo barabara finyo ambayo ni wachache tu wako pale na wanaelekea mbinguni it is amazing that now when he is in hell then he begins to regret having refused having rejected to walk the narrow way of repentance and holiness he now regrets that's why it's going to be very important that for you while you have not yet died while you are still here you could make make amends and change the course of your life. Ndio sababu itakuwa muhimu kabisa kwako wewe wakati bado uko hapa wakati bado hujakufa ukapata kufanya marekebisho ya maisha yako na ukafanya maelekezo mema katika maisha yako. This is very serious. Hii ni nyeti kabisa. So don't listen to the lie of the devil thinking that hell is a short thing a small thing you know you can get away with it. Hivyo basi msisikilize uongo wa shetani mkifikiria ya kwamba eti jehanamu ni mahali pafupi tu mahali rahisi tu unaweza kuepukana nayo. But you see the same devil has lied to the present day church in that way. Lakini maana ya kwamba shetani yule yule amelidanganya kanisa la sasa hivi kwa namna hiyo hiyo. He lied to this man that is now in hell the rich man. Kama vile alivyomdanganya huyu mtajiri ambaye sasa yuko jehanamu. When he was in hell then all of a sudden he realized that he got it wrong wakati alikokuwa jehanamu ghafla binguu akagundua kwamba alikosea he thought that the prosperity he had was actually a sign of the favor of god upon his life alifikiria kwamba ule ufanisi ambao alikuwa pamoja nao ilikuwa ishara ya kibali cha mungu juu ya maisha yake only to turn out that the gospel of prosperity was a big lie that kept away holiness the life of the devil ila tu kugundua ya kwamba injili ya ufanisi ilikuwa uongo mkubwa kabisa ambaye ilikuondoa kabisa toka katika utakatifu so i want to handle how can the church get herself out of that and be the church i saw worshiping in the kingdom of god before the throne of god hivyo basi ninataka kuangazia je ni vipi ambavyo kanisa laweza kuepukana na hiyo ili kwamba wapate kuwa kanisa ambalo niliona wakiwa mbinguni wakiabudu Mungu mbele za enzi ya Mungu ukigeuka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya tatu. then you see the condition i will explore the condition of the church as at now hivyo basi muona ile hali nitadhihirisha hali ya kanisa sasa hivi the book of revelation chapter 3:15 and 17 kitabu cha ufunuo yohana sura ya tatu mstari wa 15 hadi 17 
that you are neither cold nor hot. See how the devil lies to the church so that they trivialize hell. They play around with sin. They make a compromise with sin. As you see in the presentation. Okay, let me just say because we hear these messages later. You see how the devil lies to the present day church to the extent that they trivialize hell by trivializing sin. They play around with sin as though there is no hell fire. That is the lie of the devil inside the church today. And so again, if you you're translating Swahili, you should just tell them a straight Swahili for Mama Boga. You just say to them that Shetani, that the devil, Shetani Mefanya Gaina Kanisani, Shetani Mefanya Gainami Uwe Kama. Kitubure, sio, sio, sio kitu cha kufikiria sana cha kuogopa ndio sasa kanisa inaendelea kucheza na dhambi kana kwamba hakuna genamo ama genamo ni nyepesi tu yoyote anaezaingia pale ajimudu pale Shetani amelidanganya kanisa ilikuwa maskanisa lipata kuona ya kwamba eti jahanamu ni kitu tu ambacho ni rahisi ndio sababu unaona kwamba kanisa linaendelea kuchezacheza na dhambi na kuifanya dhambi kuwa rahisi kana kwamba eti jahanamu hakuna eh, mtu ataingia pale Okay so again what I said okay thank you so I've said it for you already verse 15 again it says I know you are deep that you are neither cold nor hot I wish you are either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to speak you out of my mouth. You say I am rich. I have acquired wealth. I do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. And so look at that. That is exactly what the devil has done with sin in the church, with hell in the church. He has made hell look like very light. So this description essentially describes your modern day Christian, the majority. That's why he says they are walking the white road. They're mingling with sin. They're mixing it with sin, their salvation. They're mixing their Christian life with sin. Today, it's as though it is very normal to be immoral. Immorality is very normal in the church today. And that is how the enemy, the adversary, has lied to the church and trivialized hellfire. 
ndio hivyo ndivyo adui amelidanganya kanisa na kuifanya nyepesi moto wa jehanamu ndio sababu kwenye kitabu cha timotheo wa pili ndio upendi pamoja nami kwenye timotheo wa pili anasema yafuatayo kitabu cha timotheo wa pili sura ya 3 mstari wa 5 anasema wakiwa na mfano wa utakatifu kwa nje lakini wakizikana nguvu za Mungu having a form of godliness but denying his power wakiwa na mfano wa utakatifu kwa nje lakini wakizikana nguvu zake in other words kwa maneno mengine they are saying they are born again but denying repentance wanasema kwamba wameokoka lakini wakikataa toba denying holiness wakikataa utakatifu hawataki uhaki hawataki mtindo wa maisha ya kikristo yaliyojitenga they are mixing their lives with immorality wanachanganya maisha yao na usharati modern christianity they are living a modern way of life that is essentially a secular living that is what he's talk about here and he's saying lovers of money lovers of pleasure other than lovers of god you see how the enemy has trivialized hell in the conception that the child beholds such that she does not lay gravity on the fact that it will be unbearable eternal fire muona jinsi ambavyo shetani ameifanya jehanamu kuwa nyepesi kanisani kiasi kwamba hawaoni ile dhana ya kwamba kutakuwepo na hukumu kali kabisa ya kutisha kule jehanamu anasema kwamba wakiwa na mfano wa utakatifu lakini wakikana nguvu zake kumaanisha ya kwamba wakiwa na dini nyingine They are saying they're born again but have rejected the cross and the works of the cross. Kwa sababu wanasema kwamba wameokoka lakini wamekataa msalaba na kazi ya msalaba. The works of, of the cross is crucifixion of your flesh. Kazi ya msalaba ni kusulubisha kwa nafsi yako mwili wako. Crucify the flesh in you and raise forth the spiritual man in you. Msalaba itasulubisha ule umwili ndani mwako na kukuweza kumuinua mtu wa kiroho ndani mwako. Ndio sababu ni hatari kubwa kabisa katika kanisa la sasa hivi. Ndio sababu Bwana anasema kwamba wanatembea katika barabara pana, wamefurahia sana pale. And they in a form of Christianity yet is another religion altogether. Wako mlendani lakini wako katika aina nyingine ya Ukristo ili hali ni dini nyingine tu kabisa tofauti pale. Once you have rejected holiness and righteousness then another religion that is not the cross and the blood of that is not the Christianity of grace Jesus brought. Mara tu unapokataa wokovu utakatifu na uhaki basi hiyo ni dini nyingine tofauti kabisa huwa sio Ukristo wa neema ambayo Yesu Kristo alileta. That is the lie that the enemy has brought into the church. Na huwa ndio uongo ambao adui ameleta kanisani. Katika siku hizi za kisasa. having a form of anasema kwamba wakiwa na mfano wa utakatifu lakini wakikataa nguvu zake kumaanisha kwamba ukiwatazama wanaonekana kama kanisa la kawaida tu 
They open the Bible and read in there. They sing hymns there. They say phrases, hallelujah. They say those phrases, those politically correct statements. They say, praise the Lord, hallelujah. They are doing everything as though it was a normal church, but you look very carefully, having a form of godliness, but lacking his power. Lacking the cross and the blood. And they modified the gospel to suit their modern times, their lives. And so while talking about the judgment of God in hellfire, you wouldn't escape to see this huge monument in the church. Where the church has hewn for herself another gospel that is sweeter, that does not rebuke sin. They, they don't want to re- sin to be rebuked. It's amazing. Unbelievable. So in there, they lack repentance. They lack holiness. They lack, they lack righteousness. They, they, they have rejected the cross and the blood. They lack the Holy Spirit to be able to direct them and tell them you are on the wrong path. They lack the Holy Spirit to tell them, look, Jesus is holy and very holy. They lack the miracles. They lack the power of God, lacking the power, lacking the power. Lacking the power. Aye. Aye. What a tremendous tragedy in the church. Everybody, look at the book of Second Timothy. Just next door, chapter 4. We read together. Second Timothy chapter 4, I'm reading verses 3 and 4. Says the following. Anasema, once you get there, we read together, blessed people. Second Timothy chapter 4. I'm reading from verses 3 to verse 4. It says, for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Isn't that what you see today in the church? They love prosperity to be preached to them. They they love a a gospel that is mild and sweet where nobody rebukes their sin. Sharp rebuke. No, they don't like that. Lacking the power. And yet when you look at the original salvation of the grace that Jesus brought, 
uokovu halisi kabisa wa neema ambayo Yesu alileta. The book of Revelation chapter 4 verse 11. Kwenye kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 4 mstari wa 11. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He says you are wealthy our lord and god anasemaye kwamba wewe wasaili bwana wetu na mungu wetu glory and honor kupokea utukufu na heshima and power na uweza for you created all things kwa maana ndiwe uliyeviumba vitu vyote by your will they were created na kwa mapenzi yako viliumbwa na vimekuwako define the attributes of the throne of god the attributes of god himself anatambulisha zile sifa za enzi ya mungu sifa za mungu mwenyewe and he says glory na anasema utukufu honor heshima and power na uweza and he says that is where the salvation of your grace the your salvation of grace came from na anasemea kwamba hapo ndipo wokovu wako wa neema ulitoka that is where jesus brought us this redemptive uh, salvation of the lord hapo ndipo yesu alituletea huo wokovu the redemption of god from that throne the center of power alituletea ukombozi wa mungu toka katika enzi hiyo shina la kati kabisa la nguvu and so he says that our salvation even as you are born again should have been anchored on this power the throne of god hivyo basi anasemea kwamba wokovu wako hata wakati ambapo umeokoka wapaswa kuwa umetiwananga katika hii enzi kuu kabisa ya Mungu. Na anasema kwenye kitabu cha Waibrania. Kitabu cha Waibrania sura ya kwanza tatu. Anasema yafuatayo. Anasema tumkifika pale tusome pamoja. The sun is the radiance of God's glory. Mwana ni mngao wa utukufu wa Mungu. And the exact representation of his being. Na mfano halisi wa nafsi yake. Sustaining all things by his powerful word. Akivihifadhi vitu vyote kwa neno lake lenye nguvu. Again. Tena telling you clearly that the gospel has power. Akiwaambia wazi kabisa ya kwamba injili ina nguvu. Then how can the present day church reach a place whereby having a form of godliness but lacking the power? Ya kwamba je, ni vipi ni vipi ambavyo kanisa la sasa hivi wanaweza kufika mahali ambapo wana mfano wa utakatifu lakini hawana nguvu zake? That is the lie of the enemy. Huo ndio uongo wa adui. In Romans chapter 1 verse 26 kwenye kitabu cha Warumi ishirini asema For since the creation of the world kwa maana tangia kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu God's invisible qualities asili ya Mungu asiyeonekana is eternal power uweza wake wa milele and divine nature na asili yake uungu have been clearly seen umeonekana wazi wazi ukitambuliwa kutokana na yale aliyoyafanya ili wanadamu wasiwe na udhuru wowote tena anasemea kwamba nguvu za Mungu zimedhihirishwa vyema kabisa of the salvation of Jesus the cross and the blood throw away repentance and holiness and live now a christianity that is blended with the world and lacking the power hivyo basi je ni kwa nini sasa adui apate kuja na kulidanganya kanisa ili kwamba wapate kutupa ile nguvu wapate kutupa msalaba na damu ya Yesu Kristo watupe mbali kabisa toba alafu sasa wakapate kukosa kabisa nguvu have you seen how the enemy has lied to the church about the gravity of hell Meona jinsi ambavyo adui amelidanganya kanisa kabisa kuhusiana na ule uzito wa jahanamu. Hivyo basi wanaichukulia jahanamu kinyakwesi to. Wanaichukulia tu kwa uwepesi. That's why they now form 
they are now in form of a religion that is actually different from the religion of the cross and the blood. Hivyo basi sasa wako katika aina fulani ya dini ambayo iko tofauti kabisa toka kwa dini ya msalaba na damu. Na anasema that the reason is saying that they have hewn unto themselves another religion, another gospel. Yakomba sababu ambayo anasema kwamba wamejitengenezea wenyewe dini nyingine, injili nyingine, msalaba nyingine. Because he says that if you have taken the salvation of the cross and the blood of Jesus that was given unto you by the Messiah. It should deliver power into your life. That power ought to come to you. Coming to you in form of conviction to sin. That every time you see sin, you are convicted. Because he received 
power he was operating with power kwa sababu alipokea nguvu alikuwa anajiendeleza na nguvu and the lord says that power is what causes you to live a separated life na bwana anasema kwamba hizo nguvu ndizo ambazo zinakusababisha upate kuishi maisha ya kujitenga if you really know the danger and the gravity of hell that hell is eternal punishment ikiwa unajua ile hatari na uzito wa jahanamu ya kwamba jahanamu ni adhabu ya milele then you will seek a salvation of power hivyo basi utatafuta wokovu wa nguvu salvation that will deliver power to you to make you overcome sin wokovu ambao utakupatia nguvu ambayo itakusababisha upate kushinda dhambi and also it's the same power that causes you to evangelize pia ndizo nguvu zile zile ambazo zinakufanya ufanye uinjilisti that's why when that power is delivered to you it's that romans chapter 6 verses 1 and 4 ndio sababu wakati ambapo unapewa hizo nguvu twende kwenye kitabu cha warumi sura ya 6 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 4 where it says what shall we say then wakati ambapo anasemea kwamba je tuseme nini basi shall we go on sinning so that the grace may increase je tuendelee kutenda dhambi ili neema ipate kuongezeka by no means la hasha we who we are those who have been again we are those who have died to sin sisi tuliofia dhambi how can we live in it any longer tutawezaje kuendelea kuishi tena katika dhambi or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death au hamjui kuwa sisi sote tuliobatizwa katika Kristo Yesu tulibatizwa katika mauti yake and it says verse 4 anasema mstari wa 4 we were therefore buried with him through the baptism into death in order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may live a new life. Kwa hiyo tulizikwa pamoja naye kwa njia ya ubatizo katika mauti ili kama vile Kristo alivyofufuka kutoka kwa wafu kwa utukufu wa baba. Hivyo hivyo sisi nasi pia tupate kuendenda katika upya wa uzima. Is talking about the power of the salvation of the grace. Anazungumza kuhusu nguvu za wokovu wa neema. The power of the salvation of the cross and the blood that ought to deliver you, you to deliver power conviction to you conviction to sin crucify your flesh and deliver holiness in your life nguvu za msalaba na damu ambaye paswa kuleta kule kushawishika dhidi ya dhambi katika maisha yako ili kwamba ipate kuleta kule kujitenga kabisa toka kwa dhambi katika maisha yako the book of galatians chapter 5 kitabu cha wagalatia sura ya 5 verse 24 mstari wa 24 the church that is walking the narrow road kanisa ambalo latembea katika barabara sinyo that has the power of the salvation of jesus delivered it to them ambalo lina nguvu ya wokovu wa yesu ambao wamepewa ndani mwao so we live by the spirit anasemea kwamba kwa kuwa tunaishi katika roho so 24 verse 24 says those who belong to christ those who belong to christ jesus mstari wa 24 anasemea kwamba wote walio wa kristo yesu have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires wameusulubisha mwili na shauku zake pamoja na tamaa zake such an astounding statement hiyo ni kauli ya ajabu kabisa and what a time for you to hear that statement before you have reached your death ndio wakati wa namna gani kwa wewe kusikia kauli ya namna hiyo kabla ufikie kifo chako you can imagine the rich man in the book of luke chapter 16 he wishes that his his life was rewound and he gets to hear this and packet to this mwaweza kuwazia yule mtajiri kwenye kitabu cha luka sura ya 16 anatamani sana kabisa kwamba maisha yake apate kurejeshewa maisha yake na apate kusikia hii and he says the power that the lord sent to you na anasema kwamba nguvu ambazo bwana anakutumia the one that delivers righteousness to you ndio ambaye inakupatia uhaki you see in the book of 2 corinthians chapter 5 mbona kwenye kitabu cha wakorinto wa pili sura ya 5 verse 17 he says mstari wa 17 asema he says here anasema hapa 
Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. And he says, the old has gone and the new is here. That is the salvation of power that leads you through the narrow road where you have overcome you have overcome the flesh and so he's talking about regeneration and so when you look at the present day church they are playing around with hell fire they are not aware that hell fire is eternal everlasting torment and the Lord says the fire that can never be quenched. And he says their warm never never their warm never dies. Meaning there will be a lot of warm this this very enduring warm that will be eating your body and also some of them flowing through your blood vessels all over the body warms are walking all over the eating your body through your blood vessels they will pour into your blood vessels and all over your body worms will be walking throughout your internal body and eating you eternally also unbelievable so if you knew that, if you had that information, you would never joke around with sin. So the devil has lied to the present day church by trivializing hell. In fact, when you ask most of the Christians today, some of them may not even believe there is hell because they believe God is good. They, know, they say God is good. Why would he take anyone to hell? That is the impact of the devil's life to live a modern Christian life. But we see here that the Lord is emphasizing that the salvation of power is the one that goes through the narrow road. And he says, the for the new creation has come. Meaning, if you want to see the church that has taken hell seriously and hearken to the salvation of grace and exalted the glory of the gospel of Jesus out of hell, out of how terrible hell is, she has now exalted the glory and the treasure of the gospel of Jesus. That's why they have simply transferred 
the sin from the world they are doing it in the church now lakini leo hii unapoangalia wakristo wa kisasa wa leo hii unapata ya kwamba wao hawajafanywa upya katika mioyo yao ndio sababu unapata ya kwamba wameleta zile dhambi ambazo ziko katika ulimwengu wamezileta kanisani sasa hivi so the present day church is lacking the new birth and regeneration hivyo basi kanisa la sasa hivi halina kule kuzaliwa kupya na pia ule upya the modern day christianity that you see walking nude in the streets and so forth or in the beaches that kind of christianity is virtually unregenerated christianity those christians are virtually unregenerated wale wa kristo ambao ni wa kisasa ambao unaona wakitembea uchi wanatembea katika pua za bahari wakiwa uchi unaona kwamba wanatembea uchi wa mnyambo wakiwa katika mitaa barabara na pia katika pua za bahari hao wa kristo hawana upya wa uzima ndani mwao that's why he's saying for those who are walking the narrow way that have understood that there is a judgment of hell ndio sababu anasema kwamba kwa wale ambao wanatembea katika barabara nyembamba ambao wameelewa ya kwamba kuna he, kuna hukumu jahanamu the first thing you see about them jambo la kwanza ambalo unaona kuahusu they uphold they behold the new birth ni kwamba wao wamezingatia kabisa ule upya wa uzima they are regenerated wao wamefanywa upya they uphold holiness wameshikilia kabisa utakatifu they are righteous wako katika uhaki they live a separated life wanaishi maisha yaliyotengwa they are spiritual spirit filled spiritual christian wao ni wakristo wa kiroho
an instant all the kingdoms of the world Ibilisi akampeleka hadi juu ya mlima mrefu akamwonyesha milki zote za dunia kwa mara moja. Akamwambia kwamba nitakupa mamlaka yote nitakupa mamlaka juu ya milki hizi zinafari hizi zote kwa maana nimekabidhiwa mkononi mwangu. Nami ninaweza kumpa yeyote ninayetaka. You worship me it will be all yours. Hivyo ikiwa utanisujudia na kuniabudu vyote vitakuwa vyako. Yesu akamjibu. Imeandikwa. Worship the Lord your God. Mwabudu kwa Mungu wako. Na umtumikie yeye peke yake. The devil led him to Jerusalem. Kisha ibilisi akampeleka mpaka Yerusalemu. Akamweka juu ya mnara mrefu kabisa wa hekalu. Akamwambia ikiwa wewe ni mwana wa Mungu. Draw yourself down from here. So it is written. Jitupe chini kutoka hapa kwa maana imeandikwa. You command his angels concerning you. Atakuagizia malaika zake to guard you carefully. Ili wakulinde kwa uangalifu. They will lift you up in their hands. Na watakuchukua mikononi mwao so that you don't strike your foot against a stone. Ili usije ukajikwa mguu wako katika jiwe. Jesus answered. Yesu akamjibu. do not put the Lord your God to the test. Imesemwa usimjaribu Bwana Mungu wako. When the devil had finished. Ibilisi alipomaliza. All the tempting. Kila jaribu. He left him until an opportune time. Akamwacha Yesu mpaka wakati mwingine ufao. Look at how he broke the back of the devil. Tazameni jinsi ambavyo alivunja mgongo wa shetani. Because he operated in power. Kwa sababu alijendeleza kwa nguvu. He was anointed with power. Alipakwa kabisa alitiwa mafuta na nguvu. So how can the present day church also operate in the same power? Hivyo basi je, ni vipi ambavyo kanisa la sasa hivi pia wanaweza kujendeleza katika nguvu hizo hizo? You turn with the book of Isaiah 59. Ukigeuka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Isaya 59. Kitabu cha Isaya 59 watu wabarikiwa. Na mara tu tukifika pale tusome mstari wa 19. Anasema kuanzia magharibi. Watu wataliogopa jina la Bwana na kuanzia mawio ya jua. Watauheshimu utukufu wake. Kwa maana wakati adui atakapokuja kama mafuriko. Kuanzia magharibi watu wataliogopa jina la Bwana. Na kuanzia mawio ya jua watauheshimu utukufu wake. Kwa maana atakuja kama mafuriko. Ambao pumzi ya Mungu itamfukuzia mbali. Wacha nisome tafsiri zingine. Kabla niwaeleze. The book of Isaiah chapter 59. Kitabu cha Isaya sura ya 59. Turning will be there blessed people. Geukeni pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa. Read other versions too. Tusome tafsiri zingine pia. Isaiah 59. Kitabu cha Isaya sura ya 59. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Anasema yafuatayo. Isaiah 59:19. Kitabu cha Isaya 59:19. 
na utukufu wake kuanzia mawinyo ya jua when the enemy shall come in like a flood wakati adui atakapokuja kama mafuriko the spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him roho wa bwana atainua kiwango dhidi yake so this is very powerful because opens up further so you understand how the enemy approaches hivyo basi hii ni nguvu kabisa kwa sababu anaipanua zaidi ili mpate kuelewa jinsi ambavyo adui anakuja you see when he attacked the lord during the time he was fasting in the wilderness mbona wakati ambapo alimshambulia bwana wakati ambapo alikuwa anafunga katika jangwa he attacked him like a flood alimshambulia kama mafuriko it was one thing after the other one thing after the other if he's not turning the stones he wants him to throw himself from the highest point one thing after the other nilikuwa jambo moja baada nyingine jambo moja baada nyingine jambo moja baada nyingine kama sikugeuza mawe kwa mkate alitaka kujirusha toka katika kilima kirefu and he says here na anasema hapa that you should not worry Because when you look at the present day church, the enemy has now swarmed her like a tsunami, attacked her like a flood with everything from immorality to homosexuality to love of money to God for prosperity to nudity, everything. Kwa sababu ukitazama kanisa la sasa hivi, shetani ameshambulia kabisa na kila kitu. Ukiangalia usherashi ushoka. Prophecy, false apostles, everything amemshambulia kanisa kama mafuriko ukiangalia unabiza uongo mitume wa uongo kila kitu amemshambulia kabisa kama garika puriko that is how the enemy attacks hivyo ndivyo adui anavyoshambulia but then he says something very powerful lakini sasa anasema jambo la nguvu kabisa that when the enemy attacks ya kwamba wakati adui anaposhambulia god shall raise for the standard mungu atainua kiwango a standard against him kiwango dhidi yake let me read new american standard say what is so many american standard yasema he says anasema so they will fear the name of the lord from the west hivyo wataliogopa jina la bwana kuanzia magharibi and his glory from the rising of the sun na utukufu wake kuanzia mawio ya jua for the enemy for it will come like a rushing flood kwa maana rushing stream adui atakuja kama ufuriko and then which winds to the long drive ambayo okay let me read another version nisome tafsiri nyingine it says here anasema hapa this is so king james is and new niv is also here niv pia iko hapa from the west the people will fear the name of the lord kuanzia magharibi watu wataliogopa jina la bwana and from the rising of the sun they will revere his glory na kuanzia mawio ya jua watauheshimu utukufu wake to come like a panther flood atakuja kama mafuriko that the breath of the lord drives along bali pumzi ya bwana itamfukuzia mbali so king james is the sound one is is the better version hivyo basi tafsiri king james ndio ambayo ni bora because it says so shall they see the name of the lord from the west kwa sababu anasema kwamba hapo wataliogopa jina la bwana kuanzia magharibi and his glory from the rising of the sun na utukufu wake kuanzia mawio ya jua when the enemy shall come like a flood wakati adui atakapokuja kama mafuriko the spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him Remember when the enemy came like a flood. Kumbukeni wakati adui alipokuja kama mafuriko. Look at how the Lord lifted up a standard against him at Calvary. Tazameni jinsi ambavyo Bwana alinua kiwango kinyume na yeye pale Calvary. How can the present day church move from a place of complacency where they think hell is nothing to a place of being sensitive to the coming judgment of God and following the 
narrow road toward life. Yes, ni vipi ambavyo kanisa la sasa hivi wanaweza kuondoka mahali pa makubaliano na dhambi na kwenda kuwa umakinifu sana sana na wokovu na kujua kwamba jehanamu ni mahali paliponyete kabisa pa hukumu ya milele. Look at the book of Luke again. The book of Luke chapter 4 again. Tazameni kwenye kitabu cha Luka sura ya 4 tena. Look at what he says here. Tazameni kile ambacho anasema hapa. When the Lord The, the enemy came to him like a flood and the Lord raised his standard against him. Wakati ambapo adui alimjia kama mafuriko, alipopona akainua kiwango dhidi yake. Anasema yafuatayo. This is what the Lord replied. Hivi ndivyo Bwana alivyojibu. It is written. Imeandikwa. Again it is written. Tena imeandikwa. It is written. Tena imeandikwa. Raise the standard against the devil. Alinua kiwango dhidi ya shetani. But the word The word of God is the standard against the enemy. And the spirit of God is the standard against Satan. So how then can the church also operate under such power? We are now trending number one globally. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you so much my son Senior Lucetti. Thank you so much Randy and the, the team uh, Eugene and Michael very powerful this kind of message the whole world needs to hear Ya nguvu kabisa aina hii ya ujumbe ulimwangu wote mzima unapaswa kusikia Kwa hivyo anasema that the present day church has not understood that hell is eternal and is virtually unbearable torment and agony and suffering Ya kwamba kanisa la sasa hivi hawajaelewa ya kwamba jehanamu ni milele na mateso ya milele uchungu na maumivu na kuteseka Current storm 
but the enemy has brought it to her life kitabu cha matendo ya mitume sura ya kwanza jinsi ambavyo kanisa la sasa hivi wanaweza kukwepa yale dhuruba na mashambulizi ambayo adui amewaletea sasa hivi
then for that matter the Assyrians came first of all they fought one another the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom fought a civil war which was absolutely unnecessary and so the army of Israel became weak anyway when you fight one another there is no way you can confront an external enemy and so it became so weak that the Assyrians came and, and conquered the northern kingdom and then the Babylonians also came and conquered the southern kingdom but the Lord was sending Isaiah to warn them Yes, 
But that is not what God desires. Rather, he devises ways so that a banished person does not remain banished from him. I know it was in the context of David and his son. There is no better place that really speaks of the mission of Christ that was meant to bring repentance and redeem God's banished people, banished from the garden, back to him than this one in the Old Testament. The
that whoever believes in him will not perish in hell, but will have everlasting life. So now the treasure of this gospel becomes greater in hell. The glory of this gospel becomes greater in hell. Now he remembers, he understands now what God meant by giving his son, that if you believe, you should not be in hell, but have eternal life. The treasure, the glory of this gospel becomes greater when you are in hell. Don't worry about holiness. 
kunywa wameambiwa kwamba usijali kuhusu utakatifu no, we are modern christian there is liberty for those who are born again they have been told everything and anything which is the lie of the devil that they should never take salvation seriously so when you enter hell then this scripture will come to life in your brain all the time sounding hivyo basi remember how it used to be preached on this
from the everlasting to everlasting. Kitabu ages cha, through ages. Kitabu cha Hebrews 9:19 sema kwamba basi si zaidi sana damu ya Kristo ambaye kwa roho wa milele alijitoa nafsi yake kwa Mungu kuwa sadaka isiyo na mawa kutusafisha dhamiri zetu kutokana na matendo yaletayo mauti ili tupate kumtumikia Mungu aliye hai. So is where they have tremendous terrible psychological torment. Hivyo basi jehanamu ndipo mahali ambapo wanapata mateso ya ajabu ya kutisha ya akili. Because they are now remembering what they rejected and how it meant everything. Two different destinations. Kwa sababu sasa wanakumbuka jinsi ambavyo walikataa kila kitu na jinsi ambavyo hiyo iliyokuwa kila kitu atima mbili tofauti kabisa. For this reason Christ is the mediator of the new covenant for those who are called may receive the promise the promised eternal inheritance this inheritance jesus brought you into the kingdom of god that you have missed by playing around with sin this scripture will all the time haunt you vibrate in your mind kwa sababu hii kristo ni patanishi wa agano jipya ili kwamba wale walioitwa waweze kupokea ile ahadi ya urithi wa milele hivyo basi huu urithi wa milele ambao yesu aliuleta hivyo basi wewe ukakataa hili andiko litakusumbua sana na kukutesa kabisa katika akili yako hivyo basi watu wabarikiwa mwana kwa wazi kabisa hapa israel the people of god israel judah they were one country but because of sin they even ya kwamba Israeli na Yuda walikuwa watu mmoja lakini kwa sababu ya dhambi walipigana vita vya kidani halafu adui akawashambulia kwa sababu ya dhambi walipoteza zile nguvu za Mungu ambazo zilikuwa zinawasaidia kupata ushindi lakini baada ya kushindwa kote like water poured out on the ground that cannot be gathered back kama maji yaliyomwagika ardhini ambayo haiwezi kuzoleka but god comes around and devises means of not banishing them forever but redeeming them back lakini mungu anakuja tena na kutengeneza mbinu za kuwarejesha tena si eti kuwafukuzia mbali bali kuwarejesha tena kwa yeye mwenyewe that's why now the lord gave the oracles of isaiah 59 ndio sababu sasa bwana akapeana ule uhusia kwenye kitabu cha isaia 59 when now again out of compassion and grace and mercy he comes back to gather them to himself that he may not banish them forever. Wakati ambapo sasa tokana na rehema neema na huruma anakuja ili kwamba apate kuwakusanya kwa yeye mwenyewe ili asije kufukuzia mali milele na milele. But then how can the church learn from that that she can pick up her pieces and go back to favor with God again? Lakini je, ni vipi ambavyo kanisa laweza kujifundisha toka pale ili kwamba upate kujikusanya pamoja na kumrudia Mungu tena? The church that has favor you can see the cripple that just walked in Ugenya right on the screen. The church that Faithful God is very clear. God's presence is with her. Kanisa ambalo ni that's good. That's very good, but we want to see the the thank you. Kanisa ambalo liko na kipali na Mungu mwaweza kuona udhihirisho wake wazi kabisa ya kwamba viwete wake wanatembea pale. Look at the presence of God lifting cripples. Tazameni uwepo wa Mungu akinua viwete. Two cripples in one home. Viwete wawili kwa boma moja. Look at those legs. Tazameni hizo miguu. Could never stand up. Hangeweza kusimama. Tangia kuzaliwa. Then one decree from Nairobi here the power of the blood of Jesus lifted up and those legs are strong. Look at that they are strong. Halafu kwa amri moja tu toka Nairobi hapa halafu akainuka Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Very very strong. Ya nguvu sana 
kabisa. It's very mighty. Na kabisa. Very very big. Kukubwa sana sana. This is tremendous. Hii ajabu kabisa. Look at that now. Tazameni hiyo sasa. Very powerful. Yanguvu kabisa. Very mighty. Kuu kabisa. Very glorious. Ya utukufu sana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so. Kwa hivyo the church where the presence of God is you can see kanisa ambapo uwepo wa Mungu uko unaweza kuona you can see the cloud of God God itself visiting God itself visiting that church unaweza kuona Mungu mwenyewe anatembelea hilo kanisa the cloud of God coming wimbo la Mungu akiita you can see heaven open in Lima Peru unaweza kuona mbingu ikikumbuka kule Lima Peru commanding heaven to open and then chaos people running and celebrating hala kuamrisha mbingu kufunguka halafu mbingu inakumbuka na kelele nyingi kabisa watu wakikimbiana
Lakini alipokuwa bado yuko mbali His father saw him and was filled with compassion for him Do you see the compassion that I was describing in Isaiah 59 Baba yake akamwona moyo wake ukachawa na huruma kwa ajili yake Hivyo basi je mbona ile huruma ambayo nilikuwa naeleza kutokana na kitabu cha Isaya 59 He was filled with compassion for him Basi alichawa na huruma kwa ajili yake Akamkimbilia mwanawe Through his arms around him Akamkumbatia and kissed his neck Na kumpusu shingo lake Yule mtoto akamwambia baba yake Father I have sinned against heaven Baba nimekosa mbele za mbingu and against you I am no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servant bring the best robe and put on him and put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and bring the fat and kill it let us celebrate let us feast and celebrate for this son of mine was dead but is alive again was lost but is found this is the journey the present day church needs to engage it to return to the presence of God when you start returning to the Lord from that world, world wild living worldly wild Let the present day church return to the 
Lord in repentance that you may cover them with the blood of Jesus. And that he may give them the authority of the Holy Spirit coming from the crown, the authority of the throne, the authority of the crown. And that he may get the ministry, now knowing that hell is terrible, they may go out and win souls. That the present day church may once more embrace repentance.